0: Communities Fit Podcast, episode nine. Yep. Nine. Today we're talking about what?
1: Common misconceptions.
0: Common misconceptions. And we all had a starting point. Yep. What was yours?
1: I started after I got back from college. I came into class um, back when Nate was still CrossFit Pursuit over at uh, Great Lakes. Yep. And the workout was something relatively simple, like four or five rounds of lunging, ring rows, and sit-ups. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna totally crush this. Mm-hmm. I got in, maybe made it three rounds in and had to stop, go sit by the door because I felt like I was gonna throw up. Mm-hmm. It was one of the most challenging things that I had done up to that point. I walked in, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna light this up. And I went like 100 miles an hour out of the gate yeah. and just ran into a brick wall. Yeah and that's when i knew that this was something that was going to be different than anything i'd ever done before mm-hmm. so much so that i left and didn't come back for 3 months mm-hmm. i uh, i just knew that at that point in time i wasn't ready
0: mm-hmm.
1: right to you played
0: you played you played recreational rugby in college yeah like and you yeah. weren't ready for crossfit you told yourself
1: yeah it was I wasn't there mentally. I didn't think that I needed it. I thought that what I was doing was going to be enough. I was going to the gym, you know, five or six days a week, mm-hmm. doing the traditional back day, leg day, mm-hmm. chest, that sort of stuff. Um, and it was just, it was, it was tough for me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what It's I think most people, they, they see, you know, the coaches and stuff and they're like, oh, you must have just jumped right into this and picked this up, dude. It was so tough for me. My first day, I didn't come back for three months.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people probably don't realize that, right? Yeah. I threw up my first workout. Yeah. I threw up. I got so dizzy. I couldn't get myself. Yeah. And I went through the same thing. It was with you and we were at the old building and man, I I wanted to quit. And if it wouldn't have been for just some random person walking into the gym, I don't even, I think he was just coming in to hang out and he came in he said, you just got to give it a month. Just Give it a month. You'll feel better. And Absolutely. It was nonstop. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it a month. And my reason for starting was because I was at this, I was at this weight in my life where I never wanted to get Yeah. because I had bad habits where I I love beer. I love pizza and I love pasta. Mm -hmm. And I was eating that all the time and drinking that all the time. Yep. Having a beer when I got home from work, having a few before I went to bed and this was every night. Mm -hmm. So of course, yeah, I get in my mid thirties and the weight just doesn't fall off like when I was 20. Yeah. So I had to do something and I was at this magic weight level that I didn't want to get to.
1: Well, we find that most people have this number in their head, mm-hmm. like I have never been this heavy in my life, whatever that number is. The thing about that number, it, once you cross that, there's no going back. Mm-hmm. This is like, for some people it's a tipping point. Either you're standing kind of on the edge of the cliff looking over like, Oh shit, I need to make a change. Yep. Or you're going to take that step and you're going to start falling and I don't know if you're going to be able to catch yourself. Yep. You have to really want it. Yep. At that point in time. It's like
0: that with any change in your life. Absolutely. When you hit that when you hit that tipping point, you have to make a a abrupt change at that point. And it has to be a conscious decision. Yep. You can't just willy-nilly be like, "I'm going to go do CrossFit now." No. Yeah. Well, so misconceptions mm-hmm. that we commonly have. The first one, A lot of people say, I'm not gonna do CrossFit because I'm gonna get hurt. Mm -hmm. Why is that a misconception?
1: Well, as far as, you know, rate of injury and all this stuff, the statistics show that you are more likely to get injured doing something like running Mm -hmm. than doing CrossFit. Aside from the empirical stuff, the data, you could get hurt stepping off of the curve, Mm -hmm. driving down the road, right? There's a lot of things in this world that you can't control but I will take the unknown in a controlled setting like this Mm -hmm. uh, against the unknown outside. Mm -hmm. On top of that, we find that our people who are doing CrossFit, people who are stronger, healthier, have more bone density, are better able to um, meet those challenges Mm -hmm. out in the outside world. There's crazy stories all over CrossFit.com about people whose lives were saved because of the amount of you know, uh, bone density and muscle mass that they had and they were in a car accident, mm-hmm. right? People with, um, who have had, you know, a serious health condition, like like a heart attack, who were in such good shape that they were able to overcome something that would have killed most people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These are the things, yeah, there is a risk. There is a potential for injury. With that, that come, ego comes into play with that. And that's, that's a big three-letter word, ego, right? people come in and they think that they have to do this, right? Whatever is written on the board, people think I have to do that at that weight Mm -hmm. because if I don't, then I'm not a man Mm -hmm. or whatever. That doesn't matter. Keep your goal in mind, right? You know, everybody needs to be able to take some type of ownership for their fitness. You know, if that barbell is too heavy for you to be lifting up over your head for multiple reps, why push it? Yeah. Right. You wouldn't do that anywhere else. But all of a sudden they come in here and like everything gets all stirred up and they're like, all right, well, I guess
0: we're doing it then. Let's go. But that's, but that's what we're here for as coaches. Right. Is to tell you, Hey, this is the intended stimulus. Mm-hmm. Let's get this out of it yep. and adjust our weights accordingly.
1: And that's something we've become much better at over the years. It starts you're not great at it in the beginning Mm -hmm. back when we first started it was like here's the workout who who can do it like this right (laughs) Yep. that's just how it was yeah now four years later down the road we're much smarter than we were before Mm -hmm. right and we're better at this whole fitness thing and it's like okay what does this matter i want you to get as close to you know that elite level athlete doing this as possible as far as intended stimulus right if it takes me Two minutes to do a workout, and it takes you five. We're having two entirely different workouts. Yeah. So we scale, we modify, we shrink things down, we change whatever we need to change to make sure that you're staying safe and also getting that best workout.
0: Mm-hmm. Which leads into the second misconception mm-hmm. that I have to be in shape yeah. before I start. Yeah. We had we had one member write us an email that said that she was talking to a friend and she was telling her, "Hey, you have to get into CrossFit. You need to start doing this." It's yep. just it's we talk about at the GPP, yep. general physical preparedness, that you're gonna be ready for anything. That's what we're here for. But this idea, she said, I have to go to the gym before I can start CrossFit so I can get in shape. Why is that? Just not I,
1: That is one of the more um, common things that I've heard from people is something like that. That's one of their first objections, right? Mm-hmm. That's like saying, I need to be healthy before I go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. We are here to get you in shape, right? And to get you fit and to start creating all these positive changes that you want. Yep. To think that you have to be in shape to start getting in shape. I mean, just hear that. I mean, that doesn't
0: make any sense. That doesn't, I have to I have to be in shape.
1: To, to get, get in, shape. in shape. No. That's essentially what you're saying when you're saying I gotta get fit before I start CrossFit. hmm just doesn't make any sense, and that's because people see what we're doing as the CrossFit Games. Yep. They think that you need to come in here and you need to already have perfect range of motion. You need to already have a 300-pound back squat. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to do pull-ups and push-ups. The magic is getting those things for people,
0: yeah, it's helping getting... them
1: achieve their goals.
0: Goals. We talk about goals. Goals has to be the number one thing. Absolutely. Yeah, or yeah. not the number one. One of the number one it things. It is. It's like, what do you want, right? Yeah.
1: I'm pushing for those people who want to lose 50 pounds, a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. start here. We will get there. Mm-hmm. I promise yep. you don't start somewhere else and then like come into here. It just doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah, they come in a lot of things. We see people can't squat to parallel.
1: Right. We find over the course of four, six, eight weeks, all of a sudden that that's improving, mm-hmm. but that takes time. Mm-hmm. That's a time investment. It's not going to happen, you know, right away.
0: Yeah. The, the third one scaling. Yep.
1: So I can't
0: do this. Yes.
1: People think just like with that, they think that they need to already have this kind of set of prerequisite skills, right? They think I need to be able to do a pull-up. If I can't do a pull-up well, I can't do CrossFit. Yep. We scale. Yeah. And we're going to get into this with a video series over the next couple of weeks Mm -hmm. showing what scaling is and how we do it. We've talked about it before. We take a movement, something like a pull-up and we break it down into simpler pieces and parts. Mm-hmm. How do we make a pull-up more approachable for somebody who can't pull themselves up with body weight? Mm-hmm. Right? We do something like a ring row. We change the angle of the body to the ground. You're pulling best less body weight now.
0: Burpees, push-ups. Yeah. Two perfect examples.
1: Do a burpee to a box, do a push-up to a box, right? Do a burpee where you go down and keep your arms fully extended and you don't go all the way down to the ground. Scaling is where the magic's at.
0: Mm-hmm. Where you're at is where
1: we meet you. I started scaling pull ups to ring rows. Yep. You started scaling pull ups to ring rows. Yep. And then over the course of I don't know how long it took. Maybe it took a week, maybe it took a month, two, three, six. But at some point in time between then and now, you gained the skill and the ability and the strength to do pull ups.
0: It was when I when I when I made the commitment to make a kipping pull up my goal, it was it was a good six months of Saturdays that I worked. Yeah. It did not happen overnight. Right. Yeah. I remember coming in here and Kenzie and Mike were always in here working on, or it was at the old place. Mm-hmm. There was a Saturday afternoon. I'm over there trying to figure out a kipping pull-up. They're over there doing weightlifting. Yeah. It just took time.
1: That goes into none of this is easy. Yeah. It's right? Not- it hasn't been an easy journey for for me. It hasn't been an easy journey for you. Mm-hmm. Nobody who comes in here like, I have not met one person who walked into this door and just started dominating when they walked in, as far as like crushing workouts and lifting a bunch of weights. Yeah. It takes time, it's a journey, it's mm-hmm. a process. Be kind, be patient, like okay. fall in love with that process part of
0: it. It's that uh, we talk about it, the, you have to fall in love with the emotional part of it. Yeah. You have to be okay with failing. Sure. You have to be okay with finding your victories Mm -hmm. and you're going to know that they're going to come. They may be spread out, but it's that emotional part. It's, it's like when I started the things I had to overcome, the things you had to overcome. We have our one athlete, who's my wife Mm -hmm. who has a drop foot and multiple sclerosis Yeah, who said, I'll never be able to do that. And she said that all the time when Mm -hmm. she started and her drop foot is just, it's limp. It doesn't work. Yep. And then now she's, she's working on double unders. Yeah. And she's doing box jumps, yep. which is, you're just never there.
1: No. So. It's always, there's always like another level and another thing to get to. And dude, there's so much like beauty yep. in what we got going on in
0: here. So that's that's what we do. Yeah. It's taking you from I can't to I can. Yeah. And it's like that with everything. That's what we do here. Yep. So. Get in, get invested, get emotionally invested because it's the best thing for you. Yeah. Be, be okay with the fear. Be okay with failing. Be okay with falling on a burpee hitting your face. Yeah. Hitting your face with a wall ball. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Get back up, wipe the blood off, do it again. Yeah. And see what you can conquer.
1: Yep. Yeah. It gets a whole lot better on the other side of adversity.
0: It does. It does. So we're about fortitude, integrity, and thankfulness. And we're thankful for all the members that we have. Yep. The students, everybody. Yeah. So get in. This is a community is fit podcast. Uh, These misconceptions, they're just not true. They're just excuses. It is. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. I'm Don. Cody. See you next time.